Welcome to the Agency Journey Podcast, where we connect with agency leaders to uncover the hidden systems and processes that drive their success. Now, let's dive into today's show. All right, welcome back to another episode of Agency Journey. This is Gray McKenzie, and this week I've got the pleasure of bringing on Katie Street, who is the founder and managing director of the Street Agency, and has some other things up her sleeve, which we'll talk about here today as well. But Katie, thanks for jumping on. I appreciate you joining us. Hi, Greg. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat to you and yeah, be connected. So you're the agency for agencies. You guys are run the, the marketing front uh, for a number of agencies. Um, can you give us a quick breakdown of who you are, what you do? Yes. So, um, well, I guess I'll talk about myself first. So I've worked leading new business um, at agencies prior to launching my own agency for agencies. Um, and I guess I launched Street Agency because I knew that there was a better way for agencies or an easier way for agencies to build engagement with the brands and the companies that they were looking to prospect to. I'd worked with loads of like lead gen companies. I'd worked with um, and, and run marketing myself within you know the agency and I just knew that there was a better way for it to be done and I was you know I was always getting headhunted I worked with some really big networks agencies and also you know some likes of Omnicom and others are actually some of our clients now um and I just knew that there was a better way for it to be done so off I went and got myself a decent client <laughs> and launched my own agency and really what we what I want, wanted to do is to, to provide something different to the market. So not your kind of normal cold calling lead gen approach that, that often solves a problem, but is, you know, is a short term fix. And you're just quickly, you know, trying to build engagement and, and taking a sales approach. And I, and I'm not saying we don't advocate doing some of that, but what we aim to do is to help solve the new business problem permanently, uh, and make it easier both now and into the future. So. We help agencies build really engaged audiences uh, by pushing out marketing tactics. Um, so, and we do that predominantly using email marketing automation tools, um, and it works really, really well. Uh, so much so that my agency grew 300% last year. We practice what we preach. We put helpful content out into the market, uh, insightful content. We produce webinars. We events i have my own podcast over in the uk uh which you can listen to anywhere in the world so i don't really know why i said over in the uk so we practice what we preach and we really help and, and actually what we do you know it 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 works you know it, our clients stay with us we don't have the short retention that a lot of other kind of new biz agencies have we do we do focus more on a marketing um approach which enables us to get better and more consistent results and it, and it solves things forever not just a quick fix so that's that's straight and then because i'm insane and already have a very fast growing agency thought oh i know what i'll do i'll launch another business but saw a real gap in the market and predominantly this is uk focused as we launch but because i think there are similar ish things over in the states but we are launching a membership uh, business called the agency new business academy or as we call it, Tamba. Um, and that aims to basically give all the knowledge, insights. There's training course courses on there. There's uh, 
templates and things that you can work through. We've got a hookup with uh, Alf and Winmo to give kind of live feed of um, leads and opportunities. Um, so it's an awesome platform that empowers anyone and everyone to you know, improve their chances of attracting and winning the right kind of clients for their agency business. Right. We'll come back to Canva, but going to the street agency, um, a couple specific questions that I think might help folks understand more about uh, what you do. On the email side, are you uh, a HubSpot partner or are you uh, We are. Okay. Yeah. So good guess. So we're, we're, but we are agnostic as well. So I say we're agnostic. We're kind of, we have two preferred partners. Uh, we've investigated quite a few um, platforms over the years. And that's not to say that we won't add others in the future, but we are a HubSpot certified partner. And we are also um, partnered with a similar platform called Kulia, K-U-L-E-A. Um, and they you know, do everything that we need them to do between the two of them it works slightly differently but they they give you the same end result right um so on the email side you can help us help us help me understand what does a normal engagement look like like i i'm bringing you in right now our email marketing needs a ton of work we're using convert right now we can go back up about we've been in the system since 2012 but but now it's through convert kit and i would imagine i mean this is the power of serving a niche that you've got Pre-built template. We already know the flows. We know the sequences. We know the timeline that uh, can kind of generally work for agencies and the type of content that needs to go out there. Obviously, the actual content needs to be personalized to the services that you have and audience that you're um, talking to. But what are those first couple months? Is that getting you know month one is kind of strategy and tech setup. Month two is building out those campaigns. What are those engagements usually look like? Let you know how it's done, eh? <laughs> so yeah, exactly that. So initially, we start with all our clients. Um, I guess you're obviously onboarding, and we we kind of refer to it as an immersion phase. But really understanding uh, the agency and starting to look at the market and the opportunity to make sure that we are targeting the right audience at the right time with the right subjects in the right place, um, and and you know, we, I say we do email marketing. We do also use social channels. LinkedIn plays a big part in, in what we do often as well. So, the initial engagement is really us, uh, you know, looking at the market. We often speak to our the agency's clients to understand what it is they truly value about them. We do some you know peer and competitor research to understand what their peers and competitors are talking about. Are there you know social posts getting engagement? What kind of content are they putting out? What kind of events, webinars, podcasts, etc. subjects are they talking about? Because hopefully there's a, been a little bit of a strategy and science behind that. So initially, and then, you know, once we've done that, we're, we're really trying to define what is your unique value or your value. And sometimes it isn't always totally unique, but what is your value proposition? What's your niche? Your niching is really important. Lots of agencies think they want to, don't want to cut off their nose to spite their face by you know, by niching in and just go wide to everyone, but actually that's terrible. You need to niche is my experience in, in having done this for the last God, I mean, I've worked in sales and marketing for my entire career, like 20 years. Uh, but definitely, you know, from an agency marketing point of view, you need to understand who your audience, who the likely audience that need you are, what their problems are. So the initial thing we do is that then we, once we've defined a kind of key proposition that really helps tell 
you know, and, and when I say value proposition, we're talking to the needs of your audience. What is, what are their problems and how can you help solve them? We then dive a lot more deeply into that and look at some of the key trends and problems that we maybe saw amongst all of our research. And we develop a content um, strategy and plan. And when I say content strategy and plan, that's the kind of subjects. The tactics that we use will often vary. So we will think about where the audience live, you know, what specific services the agency may have and or sectors that they serve that can be very, very different. And then we'll produce content uh, in different ways to engage the audience in different ways. So sometimes we're putting on webinars for our clients, sometimes, and we're helping, you know, with speaker outreach and book interviews. Sometimes we're doing video interviews. Sometimes we're helping them put podcasts together. Sometimes we're writing insights for them. So we basically develop a strategy, go ahead and actually create all of the content and the things or put together the ideas and make them happen. And then um, in the background, we'll have been getting all the tech set up happen. We will pull a data set that matches the audience that we've researched that we know need them. We'll use the content and the tactics that we've defined in the plan to push that out. So it's very much insights driven and the content is talking to the problem that we know those people have, you know, but hopefully they're sat there going, Oh, I was worrying about that last night. Now you're talking to me about it. Um, and you're answering the problem that I have. We want to understand the problems of the audience and we want to create content that helps them answer those problems, hopefully in a unique and different way. I think agencies often think they need to have case studies. You do not need to have case studies. You just need to have an opinion based on what you do and you know, something that's different and that's going to help them answer things that people up at night, basically. So when we're talking about email, one of the first things that goes to my mind is the automation side, but it sounds like there's a good amount of campaign building as well. So, and you mentioned kind of strong retention with agencies. Are you starting with the automation, kind of setting up the workflows, and here's what we want to have when people go through? And, and I guess this is a two-part question. Um, I assume you start there and then maybe move into more campaign driven, the webinar stuff, or maybe that's, maybe you're flipping that and you go the other way and you do some campaigns to give you the content to do, um, your automation. Uh, I, sh- I know I should never ask a two part question, but this is, this is what I do. <laughs> do you, um, have a philosophy around, for agencies specifically, do you like to start with bottom of the funnel content and, um, kind of build that uh, content set out first, which would be, uh, and then work your way up the funnel or go the opposite way and do kind of high level awareness program, go right back down towards the bottom. We do a mixture, but I must say, so to answer the first part of the question, we start, we don't start with a kind of sales journey. We always start with insight pieces. So we always start with those helpful pieces of content. And we, ha- we, and we usually want to go with impact. So, we tend to start with the bigger, you know, most interesting and the most relevant insightful pieces because they're going to get us the best engagement. And it's more than anything, it's you, you need to, we need to be sure and certain that the content that we are pushing out is helpful. Um, but you know, more than anything, I would say the most important type of content that you need to have is something that is answering a problem. So it's insights driven. So whether that is an article or like I say, a podcast or something else, it's it's talking to your audience about the things that are keeping them up at night. So we always start with that. Um, 
and then there are lots of things that are important. Obviously, we then go on obviously to set up automated journeys. We tend to be sending out emails on a weekly basis, sometimes, you know, one a week, sometimes two a week, sometimes three a week, depends what, you know, the, the ambitions of the client are and what we're able to, you know, what we're able to manage with for them through the marketing automation platform and also what they're able to, you know, deal with internally in terms of the amount of leads and conversations that we generate for them. So we're always starting with that insightful piece, but I always talk about, so I'm I'm kind of, I keep moving away from talking about automation and talking more about the content, but I think it's important because the content that you use and how we set up the automation is very much based on this. So we will start with an insightful piece of content and that's the, the attract piece. That's the bit that is answering the problems that we have. We then have so there's the attract piece, which is your insights. You've then got the second piece, which is prove it. So that's telling them how you've done that. You know, how, and that might be in a form of a case study. It might not. It might be in a different way, but it's the, it's the prove it piece. It's the bit, you know, that insightful thing that I told you about and I gave you some ideas and things to ways to deal with that problem. Oh, here's us actually solving that problem for someone else. So prove it is really important. And then the third piece of content that we, push out is making sure that you've got something that's really easy to buy so often packaged up so it could be you know buy this workshop or you know we can help you do this by giving you this so three really important pieces of content that you need to have in your content strategy and that is the kind of order that they go in and the way that we will automate the journeys and it'll be if they do x y and z they hit a certain score that you know they and anyone who doesn't know about marketing automation basically you know, what what it enables us to do is to not just see what they're doing and react in real time by setting up journeys based on their activity, but also as they engage more and more with certain content ty- content types, or they attend a webinar, or they do you know they'll get certain points, and when they get you know so say they get one point each for doing each thing, or some things might get two points, some things might get three points. When they reach thirty points, we go right. They're really hot. They're hugely engaged with us and the content that we're pushing out we're going to send them this thing uh, or you know an invite to join something or sometimes it can be manual as well so sometimes the alert will go to the uh, campaign success manager who's running those campaigns and they'll go actually I'm going to look a bit more deeply into this because they're super engaged and I can see a bit of a trend they're looking at this type of content I'm going to actually send something uh, that I'm going to write myself rather than it being an automated thing so it gives us a really good deep dive but it has to start with good content or good tactics right. in the first place and what's a helpful framework um in three core pieces is uh three core theme is a helpful framework too what i was excited about this conversation for a number of reasons but one of the reasons was you're selling two agencies so i get to grill you on some questions around what is the value about two agencies and for folks listening we get to listen to this as a in, from a customer perspective. And I think that that can cause some introspection and some reflection around is the stuff that we're saying, like if this isn't, isn't making sense or how does this make you feel on your side of things? Like what are the, what are the answers that you're hoping that you hear from Katie? Kind of a reflection back into how should you be selling to your audience? You haven't, you haven't gotten to sit on the other side of that seat before. So in that vein, I have a couple uh, more tactical questions. Um, one would be, um, from a goals perspective, when agencies are hiring, what are you, I'm assuming it's retainer based. I'm assuming it's not uh, pay for performance. 
uh, because you don't control all the variables in the sales process. But what's the main um, value prop? Or what, I guess another way to answer this would be what do you highlight most in your monthly reporting back to these agencies? Are you primarily focused on number of deals or opportunities generated um, for their sales team, which might qualify as, hey, here's how many SQLs we're providing for you, or here's how many deals actually got booked, however you break that down? Um, or most agencies, what are the things that you focus on? And is that aligned with what agencies are looking for? I'm sure obviously there's, there's alignment that you get to there, but it, I think it can be easy for agencies to focus on top line traffic and here's how many leads generated. And from a business owner perspective on the flip side, uh, they can care less for the most part about what the top line traffic is. They want to know how many, how many conversations are we actually having? Yes, exactly that. So actually we do, you know, I've set quite a, I'm hoping inspiring vision for my team, but you know, at the end of the day, we are judged. Most of our clients only care if they win work. <laughs> so, they, so actually, we do kind of, uh, I guess, KPI ourselves to a certain extent to help them convert clients. So that has meant that, that my business has evolved slightly because, as well as doing the attraction piece, to to actually attract qualified you know, leads and opportunities and the right kind of prospects, which makes the conversion better because the people that are engaging are the right kind of clients because we've done the marketing right. Um, we've also introduced this kind of win process that where we actually deliver, we do go a bit more deep and, and we deliver sales coaching because most clients will come to us and go, we just need more leads. We're really good at converting them. And then we start working with them and we go, hmm, Conversing the leads that we're giving you, there's not there's something that's not quite right here. So we've actually introduced a kind of sales coaching element, mm. uh, which is so we now have this kind of attract, which is what the business has been built on, uh, which is all around the stuff that we've just been talking about and marketing and getting engaged prospects. And then the second piece is the win piece. Um, so we are actually a lot more consultative and proactive in that kind of sales coaching to make sure the agencies that we work with are set up well to convert the leads because there's no point in us feeding a leaky bucket. So that does mean that my team are, we have a quite a unique model and I don't know how it is over in the States, probably slightly different again, uh, but we are on a retainer, but we also get rewarded uh, on commission. So we get usually it's 5% of the first year's um, revenue for any clients that we introduce to the agencies that we work with. So the team that and my team are then, with it, although they have some KPIs around the amount of meetings that they book, and of course there are some KPIs around the engagement and the other levels underneath that, actually their focus is to make sure that their clients are converting and winning those opportunities. So we report on everything, you know, everything. We go quite deep. We, you know, we make sure that they can see the brands and the companies that are engaging with the content that we're pushing out for them. But in terms of how I set the vision for my team is, you know, they're responsible to help feed that funnel, but also to be working with their clients to go, okay, what can we do to convert some of these? You know, have you thought about doing this? What did you speak to them about? So they're prepping for the meetings in a really constructive way. Right. That makes sense. I'd assume for a number of agencies, maybe correct me if this is wrong, but I'd assume for a lot of folks, uh, most agencies out there grow through referrals, right? Like a badge of honor that this is the only way that we do it. And, uh, 
it's not. That's great that you have a pro. Uh, but if you're trying to grow significantly, I can't be the, the only um, source of leads. And working your referral, even though there's a lot of similarities between working a, a referred lead and an inbound lead, and that they both come to you, there's already a little bit of the expertise positioning. Uh, there's still a distinction in terms of level of education and knowledge and trust baked into that. So that makes sense that you've got both sides of that piece. From an internal team structure, um, you're what, around 13 folks right now. And does it look like kind of a typical agency? Here's your account manager, and then we've got specialists kind of supporting the strategist, or what, is, what does that look like? Yeah, kind of. Yes, I think we are. I've got a loose track now. I think, including me, we are 14, but probably scarily be nearer 20 by the end of this year, which, which is exciting, but also scary sometimes. <laughs> I'm sure you could, I'm sure you can, uh, yeah, stand with me on that one. Um, so yeah, in terms of how we work, I guess to a certain extent we are. Yes. So we have, uh, we don't call them account managers, but campaign success managers. They're responsible for the success of the campaigns. So that's why we call them that. Um, and they are, you know, leading, they're at the front line, leading the campaigns out, managing the clients and, you know, but predominantly responsible for, you know, the campaign success and getting engagement and booking meetings for the agencies that we're working with and, and getting them leads and opportunities. So campaign success managers are, you know, the central point for everything. And then because we do a lot of the doing as well. Um, we have quite a wide team and, you know, and our team has, we've done things like, you know, we, when we help agencies redefine their value proposition, we've even, you know, helped them redesign, you know, we've, we've got people that can do brand work and that are designers. So we've rebranded agencies. We've got, um, you know, a development company that we work with. We don't actually do this bit in house, but. We've actually even designed and built websites for some of our clients and, and microsites. We've done two or three of those uh, just recently, actually. So our team of kind of, we then have a kind of strategy and content team who are responsible with coming up with campaign ideas, uh, developing content, designing assets to power the campaigns that we have. And that can be anything from you know, motion graphics and editing videos through to designing social posts and writing written content and you know reaching out to speakers and helping manage events so exactly that we have a team of campaign success managers and then a team of people that you know help create and develop and come up with the ideas for those content and tactic pieces tactical pieces that we need to take to market and then of course the other thing that i you know we don't talk about enough and is super important and has been i think the reason that we have been we grew 300% last year amidst the pandemic. Lots of agencies, you know, crashed and burned. So I'm really proud that we of everything that we've achieved. And the reason that we've done that is because we have dedicated resource for marketing. Now, we haven't had dedicated resource for sales, apart from me, uh, but I am, you know, a, new, a seasoned new biz person. So I do know the importance of sales. So I, you know, I focus a lot of my time on that, but we are actually bringing someone in at the moment to work with me on the sales and business side of things but we have a dedicated marketing team so for quite a small agency we met two of them i think in preparation for this and hopefully you're going to be coming on our podcast gray um so we you know we have actually in our marketing team now three people one of those people actually going on the same so it's usually two people um but that's been really important for me from from day one because if we don't do that 
they will, you know, if you try to double down or use someone else within your agency to do it, you know what it's all like. Yeah, you, you, you've all been there. You, you, it just doesn't happen. You get busy on client work. It's the first thing to get pushed. So having a team, even as a small agency, you know, and we had, you know, our head of marketing was here, you know, right at the beginning when there were only sort of four people, 25% of the agency has often been, you know, not something that we build to clients, but it has meant that we do, we practice what we preach and we push out really good, helpful content. We've got a hugely engaged audience. Like to my webinar that I host on the first Tuesday of every month, we talk about various different, you know, sales, leaders and marketing tactics for agencies. We've got 1200 people signed up. I mean, I'm super proud of that. So and that's because we dedicate time and resource to it in exactly the same way that we do that, that and that's really what we then do for our clients um so because lots of people don't have the time to do it so we we make it happen right that has been a common thread uh for agencies who are growing uh at significant rates is investing in their own growth and treating it like fun. I mean, going way back to the beginning of the podcast um you are talking about hubspot ecosystem impact formerly impact brand and design um but Impact and Hubspot ecosystem. We're one of the first folks in that ecosystem who put John Benuti, who now runs marketing at Databox and has been on the podcast before. Um, he, you know, he led up marketing. They grew way faster than else from the audience perspective. Now they've built an entire business around doing that. And, um, and we've seen that, you know, consistently in a number of stories. Think of Remington Bag at Impulse Creative and the, just the um, the initiative and investment they've made in terms of marketing. So uh, I love having you on, being able to share kind of about the opportunity that you can hire folks internally. And I think a lot of the tactical stuff that uh, that you've shared with us, there's an opportunity to go implement that uh, internally, assign somebody, or to work with someone like Street Agency and say, hey, here's a here's another way to go make that investment and scale from there. Let's talk as we wrap up here a little bit about. I'm pulling up the Canvas site right now. Um, what was the? I would I could I could see a world before we had this conversation uh, because I, I wasn't educated yet, where a lot of your stuff looked project based. Like you know, in our world, we do a lot of heavy lifting projects. We're in there for two to three months, four months, and we are basically the you know, we're the we take over your ops department for a little while and then we hand it back to you when it's ready to go, when it's cleaned up and ready to go again. Um, and so I certainly see a membership uh, being a piece to help stabilize revenue there. That's been something that, um, that we've built out over the course of this year. We're a little bit different where it's only in the back end. But you're actually, you already have a retention-based business. Uh, it's service-based, so it looks a little bit different. Um, but this seems like then this wasn't driven from uh hey i need to get more recurring revenue perspective what's um what's kind of story and help us understand what if i join canva what that looks like um from an agency and, and get involved what does that look like in the day-to-day so i guess you know we're expensive <laughs> so it's that street agency not tamba um and not every agency can afford you know to um to pay someone thousands of pounds every month or thousands of dollars to, to do this, you know, or, or, and can't maybe afford to, you know, an expensive new biz director or, you know, salesperson or marketing person. So really 
Canva was born out of the idea that all agencies deserve to get noticed and deserve to know how to better attract and win more new clients. There are some amazing agencies out there that are maybe too small or too busy or whatever it is that they can't, you know, they can't, you you can't recruit an expensive leaders person or they can't use an agency like street. So the idea was came really out of that, that, you know, this is something that anyone and everyone can have access to. The costing is, you know, 75 pounds a month. I don't know what that works out in dollars, but probably not much Uh, starting point in terms of pricing. And you get access to not just us and my vision for how to run new business, but the best people in the industry. So it is kind of UK focused at the moment, uh, but we have got people from the AAR, we've got brand leaders, we've got an amazing board, we've got people, you know, varying different people with different experience, but hugely respected in the world of agency and new business and winning new clients hosting training programs for us, giving us insights, hosting events. We've got templates on this. So anyone, whether you're just starting your kind of career in an agency and you just want to hone your skills because you're going to start to be involved with pitches and you want to get better at converting, negotiating, whatever it might be, or if you're a leader of an agency and you want to know how to define your value proposition and set a strong sales and marketing strategy and how to recruit the right kind of person when you get to that point it's got content on there for everyone it's got some really awesome um partnerships as well so we've got a really amazing partner marketplace with some of the best leading uh, agency tech partners and i'm hoping zen pilot soon uh so we've got some partnerships on there with some really amazing discounts people like hubbot etc um that are offering really good deals to you know exclusive deals to anyone who becomes a member um yeah it's super exciting it's got everything in there and it's really accessible in terms of cost and it will also put you in touch with loads of experts that you might go do you know i want to do some bespoke work with them and you can then go and work with them separately so it's just one cost it's a membership base there's going to be an awesome community i think that comes out of it we've got we're in beta actually at the moment going live uh probably two to three weeks time on sale and so i'm looking forward to that to start making some money but it also services you know an audience that we can't sell to at the moment so i have you i have to qualify out of a lot of the opportunities that we get coming into us because they can't afford us. I want to help them. I wish I could mentor and help everyone, but we're a service business and I can't. Whereas this model, anyone and everyone can sign up to. We can push the leads that we can't take on the street. So there is obviously a little bit of that involved as well. But the idea really, you know, was born out of being a bit less selfish. You know, I don't, I don't need it to make money. I, I'm actually doing it because I, and, and it will help with further Mister Street as well. Of course, I don't need it to make money. I did it genuinely because I want to provide something that helps you know, agencies get noticed, basically. This is something that a lot of people are trying to figure out right now. How do we, we have all these people kind of in the ecosystem, we need a little bit more help, they're not ready to work with us right now. Um, and one of, the, one of the conversations that comes up a lot, I think of like uh, in the UK, yeah, obviously Ian Harris running Agency Hackers, or some of the other yes. Love Ian. communities out there. How do you think about staffing the community or like, have you appointed one person internally? Who's kind of the lead in driving the community? What does that look like? 
Yeah, I mean, it's a challenge because we have no money. <laughs> well, we do, but it's been yeah. funded. So the first thing is, it's not just me. Um, so we've got, I've got the largest shareholding, but it's me and two others, uh, Jodie Osman and Richard McCarty, who founded in the UK the BD100, which celebrates the top 100 um, people in the world of agency business development. Um, so we've got obviously a strong tie with them, uh, because they're now, they're now shareholders of, of, uh, Tamba, uh, and, and well, co-founders of Tamba that, you know, it's, it's us three at the helm. So there's, there's three of us, which definitely has helped us scale and get everything done. And obviously it's been an investment that we've certainly we've all invested in creating. And we actually have, we're, we're recruiting lightly, but we actually have, three people hopefully going to be working for Tamba full time. So it's, it is costing us, you know, quite a bit of money at this right. stage. Um, we've got someone who's responsible for marketing Tamba. Um, I'm using one of my existing team to help us ramp up and get sales in. Um, so they're treating us like they treat a client. And then we've got exactly like you say, someone to come and manage the membership and make sure all the members are happy and that they're you know, aware of the events and that they're also, um, you know, able to upload and get involved and, you know, do, do whatever they can do. And then the, the last one is someone to manage the content on the site because the key to the site's success will be, you know, interesting, helpful content as well as the community platform, which the membership person will own. So yeah, three kind of Tamba roles. Yep. Um, the sales one will keep as it is for now and hopefully it will just start to, you know, build momentum and sell itself. Um, but yeah, that, that's how it's structured right now. And it is, yeah, it's a big investment, but it, we've got such great interest. Even before we've gone live, we've had 80 people apply for the beta test. Um, which is amazing, you know, without us really even giving it a huge push yet. Right. That's awesome. Well, I think that's important to share though that, hey, here's what, here's what goes into actually running even an early stage community that this is yeah. um you've been in the space for a while we've been in the space for a little over 10 years and i've seen dozens of agencies launch communities and there's four of them that that have stuck you know, a ton of people try to launch this model oh, it seems like a great a great deal we get that recurring revenue coming in with with very low effort uh and at scale it's a great business model to get to that scale it's a it's a challenging business to build up, but you don't get that skill without making an investment on the front end. So yeah, and it's you know it is it is an investment, and we haven't got any funded. We actually we did get a small grant, which was amazing, um, but you know it is self funded, um, and it takes a lot of time. We've self built the platform. We've decided to go totally bespoke because we wanted to create something that was quite different and had you know things in that none of the other platforms that we could just buy off the shelf had. So yep. it's been a journey. Uh, you know, and there's been lots of bugs and things go wrong and keep me up at night. Uh, but it's, it's been a fun one and I am so excited to, you know, to see how it performed and to grow it and to make it better and more helpful. And, you know, that's why we're doing beta testing. We want to get, you know, feedback of the people that are potentially going to buy it and make sure that we shape it around them and make it useful for them. Yep. Awesome. Well, good. Well, Katie, I appreciate you being willing to come on and to share. Uh, obviously, uh, Canva is T-A-N-B-A dot I-O, I think. Yeah, you got it. Dot, uh, dot agency, right? On, is it street dot agency? Yeah, look at me with all the trendy URLs, eh? <laughs> you're in good hands if you're with Katie. Um, well, that's awesome. Anywhere else that you'd point people to follow your journey? 
Uh, I would say those are the two, the best two places, but feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, Katie with an IE street. And yeah, any questions, bring them my way. Awesome. Well, I appreciate coming on and being willing to share. Thanks for your time, Katie. Oh, lovely to meet you, Gray. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Agency Journey Podcast. Visit agencyjourneyinsiders.com to join the podcast community and be sure to subscribe for future episodes.